If your business is tired of paying unpredictable and high phone bills, do what I did. Switch to Zoom Calls Cloud Business Phone Service. You'll pay the same low amount every month, no matter how many calls you have in the U.S. and Canada. And Zoom Calls has a really cool feature called voicemail drops. Whenever you reach someone's voicemail, just say hi in their name and then click a couple of buttons on your phone to leave your pre-recorded message. It saves both your voice and your time. Check out zoomcalls.com. That's zoomcalls.com. I think you'll love it. Attention, you're listening to the Todd Huff Radio Show, America's home for conservative, not bitter talk radio. Be advised that the content of this program has been documented to prevent and even cure liberalism, and listening may cause you to lean to the right. Here's your conservative, but not bitter host, Todd Huff. Well, that is right. You are listening to the home of conservative, not bitter talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff. Email Todd at ToddHuffShow.com, Facebook.com slash Todd Huff Show. I guess. I don't know. Whatever Facebook's trying to do to us there, because we talked about that yesterday. Posted something that the Facebook police did not like. Completely benign. Whatever. Facebook, we know, is run by a bunch of leftists. Facebook, we've seen Project Veritas expose these jokers for who they are. Anyway, I don't want to talk about Facebook today. I want to talk about Joe Biden. I want to talk about his campaign. I want to talk about really um, the gaffes that we heard Joe Biden speak yesterday. Now, I want to play a longer clip, and we might reference the shorter clip as well. But Biden, this should be noted. This should be noted. Said this twice yesterday, and I'm going to play both of these sound bites. Biden said this twice yesterday. Twice. In fact, I was uh, talking this morning before coming uh, downstairs. Start before getting started. I was talking talking with Oz, and I said, "Look, I actually think the gaffes may be better. This is actually a thought out. This is something that that Biden has thought through. This is what he really thinks. This is this is his attempt to articulate an idea and a thought. This is not just a slip of the tongue." This is not him saying he's going to beat Biden in 2020. Uh, this is not him, you know, making some other gaffe on the spot, flipping the order of words. This isn't him telling someone that they're a lying dog-faced pony soldier. This is this is this is serious thought. This is something that he's thought about enough to say twice yesterday. So, I want to play this. So, Biden, let's set the stage here. Former Vice President Biden yesterday was on an NPR program hosted by Lulu Garcia Navarro. She's asking him some questions, talking, you know, Biden's talking to the Hispanic community. And she's asking President Obama about, or excuse me, former President Biden about issues 
that pertain to you know, relate to or that the Latino community finds important. Which a pause. This is something that I think many of the left can be exposed for because we live in a world of identity politics. I don't like the notion. Folks, we are Americans. We are first and foremost, in this nation anyway, we are Americans. And I kind of, I kind of, I don't want to say resent the idea, but I don't, I don't accept or want to get into the, um, the discussion on an ongoing, incessant base, uh, basis where we're talking about all these groups of people as though the, you know, the, the, the idea that there is a almost one thought for a particular community. The Latin, Latino community thinks X, or the black community thinks X, or the white community thinks X. People are much more complex than that. They're much more than their, the color of their skin, even though Nick Cannon, as we shared a week or two ago, uh, a couple of weeks ago, thinks that that the melanated people are more compassionate, and that the people who don't have as much uh, as much melanin in their skin are savages. Savages, brutal, unable to be compassionate because we didn't uh, get enough sun from the sun god or whatever he's talking about over there. But anyway, so but this this concept that there's a white opinion, a black opinion, a Hispanic opinion. Is a little bit, well, it's a lot preposterous to me because people are much more complex than this. But this is how the game is played. This is how the game is played. And so there's messaging that, and I think many do this, but primarily I think this is done mostly by liberal Democrats. They like to segment people into groups. They like to then target those groups as you know in in their speaking. I'm speaking to community X, and I want you. I want to basically talk about all the the ways that the rest of the communities are. Um, I don't want to do this, but the the, the candidate, the, the the politician here that we're speaking about, in this case, Joe Biden. I want to talk about how your community is being targeted by all the rest. So if I'm talking to a black community, I talk about how. Your community is being targeted and how I have the answers to all those problems. If I go to talk to the Hispanic community, same thing. Your community is being targeted. Trump's doing stuff that's terrible for you. I have the solutions. If I go to speak to the Asian community, Trump's being terrible to you. Your community is being targeted by all the rest. I have the answers for you. So on and so on and so on. And it's candidly patronizing and pathetic if you ask me. But this is what we do. Not we, but this is what our politicians do. So this is what Biden set out to do. So this is intentional. Think about this. I, I'm trying to decide, by the way, not for this interview. There's there's two things that happened yesterday. One is this interview. Another is remarks that he made to a Latino organization. And I'm trying to decide if if he's reading from a teleprompter for the other one. Not this one. This is a this is an interview. But he made some comments here about the Latino community, and he compares it to the African-American community. And I want you to listen to this. I'm going to play here. This is a 51-second soundbite, but the whole, 
the, the, the part that you may have heard or probably have heard or if, if people reference it is really about a 10 to 15 second snippet of what Biden says. But I want you to kind of hear what, what goes into the things leading up to this to give you a little bit more uh, full picture as to what uh, what's going on here. But Biden, again, is talking to someone who um, has a well, he, he views or they have a Latino audience. So that's what he's speaking about here. And he's comparing and contrasting the Latino community with the black community. And this is what genius he comes up with. Hey, by the way, I put that program together to provide. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no. Are, are you going to reengage with Cuba, though? I mean, I'm, I'm specifically wondering about, you know, the Florida yes. communities that are, in, in, you know, yes. incredibly interested in, in the Cuba issue um, and see yes. uh, status given to Venezuelans while Cubans are being deported. The answer so are, is will you yes, re-engage I'm with going Cuba? to engage. Yes. Yes. And by the way, what you all know, but most people don't know, Unlike the African-American community, with notable exceptions, the Latino community is an incredibly diverse community with incredibly different attitudes about different things. You go to Florida, you find a very different attitude about immigration in certain places than you do when you're in Arizona. So it's a very different, a very diverse community. Okay. Unlike the African-American community, the Latino community is a very diverse, incredibly diverse community. So he says this during the interview. What the world is this supposed to mean, by the way? What is this supposed to mean? I'll tell you what it's supposed to mean. And it's addressed in the apology. So I want to set the stage here again. This is the first time he said this during the interview. He says this again during a speech a speech that he gives virtually. Again, Biden is America's first virtual candidate running a simulated campaign. It's not real. They could, I tell you what, if they can make this guy into some sort of a virtual reality, uh, you know, if, if they could create him to exist only on computer networks or on a computer hard drive or some software version of Biden, they would do that. I'm guaranteeing you somewhere in the Democrat Party, they're trying to figure out right now how do we get this guy? How do we make it feel like it's Joe Biden? Because we've made it clear that this is our guy. But how, if we could control what he says, if we could program into him, into some virtual version of, of Joe Biden, the things that are going to come out of his mouth, then the odds of us winning in 2020 go up. We've already seen polls tighten. We've seen that Trump is ahead in one of the polls. Again, you know what I think about polls, whatever, whatever especially in August, but it's not supposed to be this way, folks. It's not supposed to be that in August of 2020, 90 days out, that Trump is supposed to be anywhere near, anywhere near having the possibility of being reelected president of the United States. This has been a, a what, four year now. You can actually go back to five years when he came down, as Biden says, the golden escalator, trying to, again, Looking at the way that they look at people, make the people who don't who aren't wealthy feel as though that they are different from a different class of people, the wealthy, and that's the enemy. They're the reason for your your not having enough and all this sort of stuff, all this sort of garbage. You talk about 
looking for ways to unite this country. If you want to unite this country, stop that kind of talk. Stop that kind of thinking. Stop that sort of nonsense. That would go a long way. Quit pitting one group of people against another. Quit separating us based upon superficialities or whatever it is that you think is appropriate. But they they would like to have a virtual candidate because when they have a real candidate, flesh and blood, Joe Biden, go out on television or whatever he's doing, this is the sort of stuff that they get. What do you mean the black community is not diverse? He specifically targeted – why target the black community? Why? What about the white community? What about the Asian community? What about – I don't know. What about the Christian community, the atheist community, the cisgender community, the transgender community? Why can't, I mean, why focus on the black community? He specifically, he, he sat there and he thought these words up before they came out of his mouth. Unlike the African American community, the Latino community, he says, is an incredibly diverse community. I'm telling you this exposes how the left looks at the at the black community. It they believe that there is one opinion in the black community. This is why remember I almost pulled this soundbite up maybe I should. When Biden told Charlemagne the god, whatever that's supposed to mean, whenever he said that to Charlemagne the god, he said if if you vote for Trump instead of Biden, you ain't black. Again, this is now twice that they've said something similar. And he not only is it twice they said something similar, he says this exact thing later in the day, which we're going to play next segment. And that part's not being mentioned really in the news. He said this twice. And one of the times, as Oz has a morning sneezing fit over here, but one of the times that he said this, I'm... Not sure if it's not on the teleprompter because it was a prepared speech, if you will, a virtual speech from the virtual candidate having a simulated campaign. But this is what they think of the black community. They don't think the black community is diverse. Now, Biden's tried to walk this back, and we'll talk about that as well. But step one was this interview where he makes these comments thinking he's speaking to a Latino audience which he he is but he's also other people have were paying attention and so they caught this and they shared this with the rest of America including the black community who's now suddenly wondering why they're not diverse Biden says you're not diverse there's one black opinion i guess in the world of Joe Biden one and the democrats own it that's what they think they think that they they have the answer that you know that they have uh, figured out that one black opinion in the United States of America, and they are going to politically exploit it. That's what they think. This latest poll, again, it's a poll that has Trump ahead, and I don't know. Who knows where the chips will actually fall here? But that poll had Trump up 20 – or excuse me, not up 20 points, but getting 20 percent – of the black vote. He got 8% in 2016. 8%. Folks, that is, that is what, uh, 150% more <clears throat> than what he had in 2016. 8 to 20%. He doubled it, and then half of that again, he, he 
time and a half it. If that is going to be the case, and if more black voters heard this, if more black voters understood what Joe Biden and the Democrat Party at large thought about them, thinking about them as one monolithic group, the black community. This is, I mean, when they talk about groups like this, this is the natural, if you follow that thinking to its conclusion, you come out, you come out to the point to where you're left with facing the reality that they believe that the people that they identify as a group have one unified opinion. That's it. And that is the antithesis of diversity. If everybody in that community is the same, there is no diversity. There is no difference. That's how the Democrat Party, that's how Joe Biden views the black community. That's how he thinks he's got the black vote locked up because it's a one monolithic thought, one monolithic voice. He's got what Jesse Jackson and Al Sharpton on his side, so that's all he's got to worry about. He thinks he's got the black community figured out. He's taking their vote largely, I think, uh, for granted, although they have to be concerned about some of these numbers where Trump is getting numbers of, of black voters potentially. You know, there's estimates that he's going to get 15 to 20 percent. If that happens, Biden and the Democrats are in massive trouble. Keep making comments like this. You're going to see that massive trouble even become larger. And I have to take a break. Going to continue this discussion when we get back, play the other soundbite from the other uh, where he actually said this a second time yesterday. A second time. Again, this is not a gaffe. This is not a slip of the tongue. This is not you misunderstanding him, me misunderstanding him. This is what he thinks. The Latino community is diverse, unlike the African-American community. In other words, all black people are the same is what Joe Biden's saying. Think about that. Imagine if Trump said this, by the way. Talk about this. Talk about the other times he said this stupid stuff. On the other side of this break, sit tight. We'll be back in just a minute. Welcome back. So Biden says this twice yesterday. Biden does not think the African-American community is diverse. Biden thinks, the Democrat Party thinks, the modern leftists think that there is one train of thought in the black community. That's what they think, folks. That's what they think. And they think that they figured out the formula for capitalizing on that and winning that vote, the, the black vote, each and every election. That's how they look at this. This is what they think. This is how they view the world. This is not confusing. We're going to talk about Biden walking this back, but I want to play, I want to play for you the second time he said this. Again, I, to me, this is, this is key. Again, it's, the comments were not a gaffe. He didn't. He didn't say something and have a slip of the tongue. He didn't accidentally, you know, say something that was reference a wrong name or switch the order of his words unintentionally. What he did was mention exactly what he thought. And again, 
That is this. The Latino community is incredibly diverse, unlike the black community. What else can that possibly mean? What else can that possibly mean? He doesn't think the black community is diverse. He thinks the black community is monolithic. That's what he thinks. All black people are alike is another way of saying that. That is what Joe Biden thinks. Reminds me a little bit of a soundbite that I might play as well. Back in 2008, Biden talking to an Indian American, and he said, you can't go into a 7-Eleven or a Dunkin' Donuts if you don't have a slight Indian accent. I'm serious, is what he says. Play that for you as well. That's an older one, but... Again, they act as though Trump is the racist. Who's the one here? If Trump says that the Latino community is very, very, very diverse, unlike the black community, I mean, I, would be, I guarantee you that we would see Jesse Jackson, Al Sharpton, whoever else they've got that's, uh, that, that comes out and speaks against these things and blames Trump for, you know, um, looking at the black community as though they're not individual people. Or you know how this works. I mean, this is not hard to predict. Anyway, this is who they are. This is what they think. This is the curtain being exposed to people who think that it's really about some ideas in the modern Democrat Party, talking about the leaders. It's not about ideas. It's about identity politics. It's about trying to get people to vote for you and patronizing them in order to get that vote or giving them stuff or or telling them you're going to solve all their problems and demonizing the other candidate. That's what this is about. That's how they do this. So I want you to hear this. I want you to hear the second time Biden says this. And I, I think that cannot be uh, overstated. He said this twice yesterday. Here he is speaking to the National Association of Latino Elected and Appointed Officials. Naleo, N-A-L-E-O, the National Association of Latino Elected and Appointed Officials. This is Biden again saying it. Now, I've, again, gone back a little bit before because I wanted you to hear. I wanted you to hear the phony tone here at the beginning anyway. And then I want you to hear him say virtually the same thing a second time. Here it is. And I believe, I really do believe we're ready to close the respect gap, the dignity gap, the wage gap, the opportunity gap. So many Latino workers have suffered under for so long. You know, my dad used to have an expression. He'd say, Joey, when he lost a job up in Scranton and we had to move down to Delaware, and my dad never went to college. He was a graceful, good man. He used to say, Joey, a job's about a lot more than a paycheck. It's about your dignity. It's about respect. It's about honor. It's about being able to look your kid in the eye and say, honey, it's going to be okay. That's what we're going to do. Dignity honor treating people with dignity we can build a new administration that reflects the full diversity of our nation and the full diversity of latino communities now when i mean full diversity unlike african-american community and many other communities you're from everywhere from europe from the tip of south america all the way to our border in all uh, mexico and in in the caribbean and different backgrounds, different, different ethnicities, but all Latinos. We're going to get a chance to do that if we win in November. 
It means we need everyone to get out and. All right, I've had enough of that. But again, he says it a second time. Does Biden think, by the way, and listening to him say this, does he not realize that there are uh, blacks that live in the Caribbean? Does he think? Does he think there's no blacks living on the continent of Europe? He's acting as though the places he's naming, the tip of Africa. I mean, what? What the heck? Of course, there's uh, blacks living in the Caribbean, in Africa, in in Europe. What is this guy talking about? Talking about how diverse the people uh, who identify as Latino are but the he's he's referring to geography where there's also uh blacks that live what the world is this guy talking about in the phony tone the fo- oh we gotta mm, it's the most important thing we've got to build we can build an administration we can we can do this if we just get together oh so close you want your you want racial strife to end Just vote for me in my administration. Right after I cure cancer, I will end racial strife, or maybe vice versa. Maybe I'll end racial strife first, and then I'll cure cancer and diabetes and Alzheimer's and probably COVID. Anyway, this this is just stupid. This is patently ridiculous. This is insulting to our intelligence, and I'll tell you, this is insulting to individual black Americans. Biden comes out later and says that uh, he wanted to clarify his statements. We'll try to we'll we'll read how he clarifies these statements. But remember, when he's clarifying his statements, he said this twice in one day. One time, I'm not convinced it wasn't from a teleprompter. This is this is Biden and who he is. This is Biden and who his handlers are. This is the party that Biden represents. This is what they think about the black community. They believe it's monolithic. And again, I've said it before and I'm going to say it again. They believe based here on what they say and how they how they talk about the black community and the black community vote and all this. They believe, I'm telling you, and they said it here, that all black people are the same. That's what they think. And I've got to take a break. You are listening to the home of conservative, not better talk more on this. When we get back, sit tight. Be back in just a minute. Welcome back. So let me get the YouTube there or Facebook. Sorry, Facebook back up and add it. Um, so. Biden says this twice yesterday. Biden says that unlike the black community, Latino people are different. That's what <laughs> that's what Biden said. Folks, again, I cannot I cannot imagine the reaction to this this morning if President Donald Trump uttered such stupid, inaccurate nonsensical words probably be an impeachment inquiry launched over this so biden knows he's in trouble biden knows well i don't know if biden knows the team knows the team knows you can't say this on top of the old 
You Ain't Black to Charlemagne the God. Right? He told Charlemagne the God, if you don't vote for Biden instead of Trump, you ain't black. So combine these two things and maybe throw in the old can't go into a 7-Eleven or a Dunkin' Donuts without a slight Indian accent. I'm going to play that next segment. It's an older one. It's an older soundbite. But again, you get the idea. I mean, one could certainly say that there's now a history of behavior that could be deemed as racist based upon these things, right? Could it not be the case? Anyway, so Biden's team decides we need to walk this back. So they go to Twitter. They're like, we can't put Joe out there. We can't have Joe go somewhere and clarify his remarks because someone's going to press him and he's going to say something stupid again because this guy's been programmed for 44 years, for nearly half a century, the amount of time he's been in Washington, D.C. He's been programmed to think this way, to look at voters through this lens. He's been programmed for 44 years now to think of the black community as a monolithic group of people. The black opinion, the black viewpoint. The Democrats have the answer to that viewpoint. They have the solutions. So this is uh, what the Democrats believe, the party believes, Biden believes. And because Biden, again, I don't like this, but I mean, he's uh, I don't I don't like to talk about uh, Biden's uh, condition because I do think that it's clear that there's he's certainly not as sharp and articulate as he once as he once was and i i hate i do hate to say that i take no pleasure in saying that i really do not i want to see him politically lose this election i don't want to see a democrat uh, in the white house i don't want to see democrats controlling the house or the senate i don't want biden anywhere near that oval office but it's because of ideology um although i mean it's also partially because i don't think he's i I have legitimate questions as to whether or not he's even qualified and, and fit for this, just based upon this. So I think that he's not able, he's not able to really fluidly um, navigate these things in real time with people asking him questions and pressing him. Again, I'm not convinced that the second time he said this was not from a teleprompter. I can't say that for certain. Because I watched most of that speech that he gave to NALEO, but there's parts of it that I wonder if he was if he was reading. I can't say it with certainty, but I wonder, find myself wondering. Anyway, so they're not going to put him back out there where he can make another uh, comment, whether it be a gaffe or actually tell people really what he thinks, which is what this was. When you say it twice. When you explain to us your thought process, it's kind of like it's kind of like when some celebrity does something totally irresponsible and stupid. And then they come out with an apology the next day and they say that wasn't me. That's not who I am. You know, I'm sorry if I hurt somebody's feelings. It's like these all these fake apologies and they're conditional this and that. That not me nonsense. Just say, you know what? I screwed up. I screwed up. But that's not that's not what happens here. They have to cover it up. It is what he said, and I'm telling you, it's what he said because it's what they think. So they go to Twitter because they realize, hey, we cannot put this guy back out there. He's going to dig this hole deeper. He's going to think we're giving him the shovel 
to dig the hole further into the ground instead of throw the dirt back into the hole. That's what he's going to think. Or who knows, he might lick the shovel. We don't know. But Biden, his team, now this isn't Biden tweeting, but Biden says this, Team Biden. Earlier today on Twitter, I made, well, this is on Twitter. Earlier today, I made some comments about diversity in the African-American and Latino communities that I want to clarify. In no way... Did I mean to suggest the African-American community is a monolith, not by identity, not on issues, not at all? Then why say it? Then why make the comparison? What If you take away that component, what comparison is left? Unlike, he says, the African-American community, the Latino community is incredibly diverse. What other possible explanation? You are comparing and contrasting two groups of people. One group, you say, is incredibly diverse. The other group is unlike it. Unlike that means they're not incredibly diverse. He's saying here that I did not mean to suggest. You didn't suggest it. You basically said it. Unlike the the African-American community, the Latino community is incredibly diverse. There's no suggestion there. That's a statement. One is unlike the other. One is incredibly diverse. Ergo, one is not diverse. Joe Biden. That's the first tweet. This is a three-tweet series. Throughout my career, he continues, I've witnessed the diversity of thought, background, and sentiment within the African-American community. You didn't realize that when you were speaking, when you said it twice yesterday. Didn't realize it then. He continues, it's this diversity that makes our workplaces, communities, and country a better place. I can almost hear him saying in that faux, serious tone. My commitment to you is this. I will always listen. I will never stop fighting for the African-American community, and I will never stop fighting for a more equitable future. That's the tweet. Tell us what you meant then. You said I I suggested. He did not mean to suggest the African community is a monolith. Okay, what were you trying to say then? Words mean things. Candidate Biden, former Vice President Biden, what did you mean? Because the rest of us seem to have a different understanding of this because it's pretty straightforward. Again, the Hispanic community, unlike the African-American community, is incredibly diverse. What does that mean? What were you getting at? Tell us your point. We would like to know. I'd like to know. I got to take a break. Got to take a break here. You're listening to the home of conservative, not better talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff, back here in just a minute. Welcome back. So I'm going to play that. I'm going to play the 7-Eleven soundbite. Try to get that in before the end of the uh, end of the hour here today. First hour, second hour, by the way, on YouTube, streaming on on YouTube. Um, second hour, we'll be streaming on both platforms for both. Well, on multiple platforms here in the not too distant future, as we continue to upgrade and to change some things here and reach more more folks, but. Anyway, um, I want to play that Biden. It's not. It's. I don't. Wouldn't call it even a gaffe. I think it, it. Again, there are gaffes. Gaffes are things you know you say, and it's like, what? That didn't sound right. I wait a second. That didn't come out just the way 
that I wanted it to sound. That, in fact, I've had a friend that made a gaffe several, many years ago, and he, as he was saying, <laughs> as he was saying it, you could almost see it on his face. Like, what are what are the words coming out of my mouth right now? That's a gaffe. That's misspeaking. Then there's actually going home and thinking about what you want to say and coming out and saying it and then telling us that's not who you are. And that's basically what we've got with, with Joe Biden. Anyway, I'm going to play that soundbite hopefully before we wrap up. Quick timeout, come back and wrap up for the day. You're listening to Conservative Not Better Talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff, back in just a minute. Here's that gem of Joe Biden back in 2008. So this is 12 years of Biden racism. Here we go. In Delaware, the largest growth in population is Indian Americans moving from India. You cannot go to a 7-Eleven or a Dunkin' Donuts unless you have a slight Indian accent. So fully, I'm not joking. I'm, I'm not joking, he says. I'm not. You can't go. You can't go to a Dunkin' Donuts or a 7-Eleven unless you have a slight Indian accent. I'm I'm not joking, says Joe Biden. Anyway, folks, this is who these folks are. This is who these folks are. This is what they believe. This is how they look at the universe. This is how they look at politics. This is how they think. This is what they think of groups of people. This is done intentionally to, again, do what I said earlier, which is you're speaking to a group of people that, you know, you can, uh, it's a, it's a community. It's, you know, in many cases for the, for the Democrats, it's the black community. It's the whatever community, the Jewish community. It's the Hispanic Latino community, whatever, all these things. And when they speak to them, what they want them to think is that all the other groups are, of course, doing things to hurt your group. The president is the one that's using his dog whistle, President Trump, of course. He's a racist and bigot and a homophobe and all this stuff. He hates people like you. He's made life harder on your group. I have answers. I have answers. I care. Oh, man, I care. In my administration, right after I cure cancer and diabetes and Alzheimer's, the next thing I'm going to do, or maybe even before I do those things, and maybe COVID, once I cure those things, I am going to then help your community fix your problems. That's what I'm going to do. That's how they look at this. He's been exposed for this. This is who they are. This is what they think. And it's stupid, and it's silly, and it's politics in 2020 typically being used by the democrats but there's republicans that do this nonsense as well but anyway hour number one quickly coming to an end join us on youtube tied up show sdgc in a few